Welcome, everyone. You are listening to the Dude Down Podcast. And to those returning listeners, welcome back. It has been a while since our last upload. We needed some time to change the format and have a completely new look. Think of this as a soft reboot, if you will. I am still your host, Diego Barone, and in today's show, we will be tackling the current Hollywood climate. What we think of it, our opinion on the first half of the 2023 films, the good and the bad, as well as the effects of the different strikes taking place in Hollywood right now. Please also remember to like and subscribe to the channel for more content. All this coming up right after this.
all right everyone welcome back so before we get to anything let's introduce the co-hosts of the day which legacy members do we have here returning well you got the one and only alan sanchez been here since day one and i plan to be here for longer fuck that sucks and then it's me resident graphic designer diego messina and next to me is uh i'm not really a legacy member i wouldn't wouldn't consider myself i'm more like the free free membership that everyone gets and forgets about lewis nice Thank you, Lewis, for those uh, amazing, amazing words. I'm just the NPC. You, you, you still are a legacy member, though, Lewis. You're one of the OGs oh. from the <laughs> from the original what six, seven that we had. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, um, we'll catch you guys up on some lore when we when we write the book on uh, Chunk Light Media Lore. It was, oh, yeah. it was one crazy day. They chased him around and then they pantsed him. And then he met Tony, and they started their own uh, movie production. <laughs> but what a better first episode to start with but yeah it's definitely an interesting time in hollywood right now um we all have different you know positions that we're in where we can all give our you know our opinions on it humble opinions for example we have messina who isn't really that much of the ongoing film person but he'll represent the general audience yeah i don't watch movies we have Alan, who's a fucking comic nerd. Fucking you, dude. Uh, watches any fucking shitty blockbuster, says it's shit, but goes sees it like Multiple twenty times, times, and then takes drags everyone in town to go see it, even though he hates it. Supposedly. And and then Lewis, who will give his opinion, hears somebody else, and then changes his opinion depending <laughs> on who who uh, he hears it from. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess to start things off, let's let's just talk about how. We think this year's films have gone so far, you know, starting from January ending till June. We won't really touch upon any films in July because those are still kind of coming out. But really just the first six months of this year. What do you guys think? What do you guys think so far as to what's been coming out? Um, I feel like for the, at least for the first half of this year, all the movies that we've been getting have been mediocre at best. Honestly, like they're all just super inflated movies that have big budgets that are just meant to bring out the big big crowds but overall just lack originality and just de- fail to deliver the excitement of a summer blockbuster like you got uh movies like indiana jones the flash you know not to get to super specifics just go under the radar because it's just super crappy and just m- losing a bunch of money w- would you say that's more of um like, there's so much shit coming out this year that people kind of just forget about the fact, like, oh, shit, that movie's coming out? Because I know a lot of people in terms of, like, the general audience, because, like, I talk to certain other film people, even people that are within the industry, quote-unquote. They're just like, oh, shit, well, Indiana Jones came out? Like, I fucking completely forgot about that shit. So what you're saying is we're the movie company world is mostly, like, just saturated at this point, just... I, I I think this year yeah. specifically. I mean, yeah, it definitely has a big. It's definitely a big reason for it, like a big contrib- a contributor to the problem. Because I mean, June alone, it was uh, Flash one week, and then it was Transformers, Indiana Jones, Transformers, Spider Man, right? Spider Man. Like I definitely feel like this is one of the reasons why a lot of movies are gonna fail this year, and not even gonna break a billion, because one week they're. Clear all the rooms for Spider-Man. Cool. And then the next week, they clear most of the rooms. I mean, movie theaters, 
you know have to do that to get all the people in but the only thing that suffers are are the movies and then the movies themselves doesn't help that i mean it shit at the movie theaters it is expensive yeah exactly so imagine having to like okay let's say there's two movies coming out like a week mm-hmm that means fucking spending upwards of like well like 40 50 bucks on like snacks well, every week or so a lot of snacks week. but now like tickets are like almost 20 dollars each and well and this is assuming that you're going with like at least one other person right yeah. all I right mean, who the fuck is going alone yeah, usually exactly. goes lots of movies all right let's say movie tickets 14 dollars average 13 dollars with taxes right let's that's... say you get two of them and you get popcorn Large popcorn, which is like what, like six dollars, and two small drinks each. Hell no, large popcorn is not fucking six bucks. You're right. That's that's, that's like that. eight nine. That's why at AMC you get a large popcorn like twenty for like twenty bucks, Holy and then, and then like ten dollars per drink. Mm-hmm. All so right, that's thirty dollars. Hey, that's why you gotta Let's... take your old popcorn bucket back. So right there, not including taxes and everything, for just the drinks and emission and the popcorn. That's fifty eight dollars. Yeah, yeah. so I do that like I, twice a week. Twi- twice a week, or like four times a month, right there, back to back. It's a lot. It adds up. It yeah, adds up. I know some people have, um, like AMC rewards and stuff like that, where they they just pay like twenty dollars or twenty five dollars a month, mm-hmm. and they get to see whatever movie they want. Which I think is a good deal if you're a person who's actively going to the movies. Five dollar Tuesdays. That's my. What it's my dumbass hasn't done that yet because I I don't know. There's some months where I watch movies and there's other months where I'm just like, well, I can't really watch movies. So I don't want to really commit to a subscription paying $20 a month. But if those, if you know, you're listening and you're one of those people that do actively go to the movies, I do recommend getting um, some sort of like, you know, membership, paid yeah. membership. For please, like 20, AMC, 25. sponsor us. Just, just, just to make AMC, please, just, classic cinemas. Just um, to make the. Cinemark, Cinemark, uh, uh, Regal, Regal. Um, independent movie theaters. What's the there? one in Mexico? Uh, Cineplex. Cinepolis. <laughs> Cinepolis. Cineplex. Yeah, anybody of those. But um, yeah. Uh, I guess that 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 is a factor. Like I was saying earlier, I was pointing at Messina. Um, the average moviegoer only really goes to see films two to three times a year, which is crazy. Yeah. honestly. So like us. Us younglings, we see a movie like what once a month in a yeah, movie theater. One, yeah, once or twice a month, right there. Right, so that's yeah. twelve times a year. But like, really, the average family, two three times only. No, I mean, I I, I can see honestly, considering like it was sixty dollars for two people, much less a whole family. Right. Let's say you know, dad, mom, three kids, one of each. You know. Right. Um. Let's let's go down this list of uh. Of these past six months, have you guys see any movies from January? January, I mean, uh, January is usually always like a really slow month for films. Yeah, but uh, what it, specific movie came out in January? But January's, you know, Avatar two came out like late. This well, summer. Wait, wait, wait. Avatar was still thriving in January. Yeah, but I, the biggest hit from what I wrote down is uh, was Megan. Oh, Megan. okay. Yeah. That movie did surprisingly very well at the, in the movie theaters, and people seem to really like it. Here's the thing. It did really well because it had a lower... It had really low budget. Yep, like, exactly. definitely really fucking low. And that's something that's killing the industry right now. Oh, but I, I have a point on that about that, but um, I'll bring it up in a bit. All right. Um, other films that came out was... A Man Called Otto. Was that Tom Hanks movie? Oh, I saw... Yeah, I mean... That did all, all right. I mean... It's a safe bet. In honestly. terms of like demographics, it's 
more of like a white person type of film. More um, of a general, I guess, like a general audience type thing. Like, it's not really. You saying white people are just general audience then? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then there's other movies like there's one that was called Missing, which is one that took place in like the phone. Mm. Is of a missing mother, uh, and then Infinity Pool was that really bloody horror film that came out. Um, but yeah, usually Januarys are a little are, are a little bit slower. A lot of horror films do come out in January, and they usually right. end up doing pretty well. Con- I mean, considering there's not really any competition in right. January, I, you know, I don't know if it's a me thing, but I don't remember seeing any any of those? marketing. For any of these movies, like I didn't know. Well, yeah, because it's super, essentially it's super low key, yeah. small budget, small bar- marketing. Except for Megan, Megan was like everywhere. I remember seeing Megan, yeah, like Infinity yeah. War, or Man Called Auto. I mean, that one has Tom Hanks. I didn't. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, just like I don't remember seeing anything. I like Megan this. actually. I good. haven't seen it. You saw it? Yeah, yeah. It's good? it's campy horror. Okay, but it's fun. Like I I did hear no, a lot of people enjoying that. One. Yeah, and like no spoilers and all, but like it's, it it could get kind of bloody sometimes, and I'm like, holy shit, that kid fucking died. And it's a PG-13 film. Keep oh, in shit. mind. Yeah, and, yeah, and I'm like, holy shit, dude, that fucking axe murder him. Like that that kid is dead. But yeah, that was probably the first um, big hit mm-hmm. of the year. Um, obviously, you the month of January was dominated by Avatar two. <laughs> Obviously, you know, oh Avatar two just thrived in the theater in January because it had the whole month for itself, really. Um, but moving on to February, we had films like Knock at the Cabin, Magic Mike's Last Dance, Quantumania, and Cocaine Bear. So that month definitely was uh, a little packed. Yeah, but very a, a lot of different genres, right? A lot there, of different honestly. genres. The month was packed, quote unquote, with films because clearly it was. Mm-hmm. But I don't think any of these films are really anything too crazy you know yeah like the the one that was supposed to stand out the most like no uh, quantum mania honestly just ended up being super mid fucking flop quantum media did good right off the gate and then just dwindled really badly after that yeah so yeah even like th- this was at the point where i guess a lot of people were like man like we're kind of over all these fucking superhero movies and shit that if they're not lo- original looking hero movie fatigue yeah. or you know if it looks generic most likely it's going to be generic which this film really was mm-hmm. yeah like I, I wouldn't say like it's superhero fatigue it's just like mid movies being pumped out right cause then like you say superhero fatigue for that and then Guardians of the Galaxy comes right, exactly. out and it's just a fucking banger of a movie it also doesn't help that Ant-Man really didn't sell tickets. Yeah. Ant-Man 2 didn't do that well, and then Ant-Man 1 did pretty okay. But yeah, Ant-Man isn't really a superhero. People are going crazy over. Um, but who anybody saw Cocaine Bear? Nope. Nope. No? Unfortunately nope. not. I, I did see a lot of marketing. Yeah, Cocaine Bear definitely had a lot of marketing to it. Um, it did pretty decent. From what, I, what I've heard, Cocaine Bear did pretty decent. I mean, it had a really fucking low budget. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the budget? Yeah, like, uh, like fucking... Uh, like 20 bucks in the shoestring? A shoestring and two clipboards. <laughs> Fuck, dude. And a bear on Coke. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Shit, a fucking real bear. And then Magic Mike, dude, the one that, like, completely went under the radar, Magic Mike 3. Did it actually do well? No, that movie bombed. Oh. <laughs> but... I thought it, you were going to be like, holy shit. It's because it released... In streaming and in um, theaters. Oh, oh that's yeah. been the downfall place. I I don't even know why they they're starting to do that. Honestly. So this movie had like zero fucking marketing in it, 
And it's Magic Mike. It's like the last movie. I remember the like the like the first two Magic Mike films. They were they're pretty, big. They're pretty good. Yeah. They they had pretty good at the movies. Um, but I guess the third one was just I don't know. Yeah, it literally flew under radar. <laughs> Knock at the cabin. Anybody see that? That was that uh, M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. Your dad, Alan. What was the list? Isn't that, isn't <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, I like the. I didn't see it because of the reviews. Right. Like I thought. The whole concept of it was pretty interesting. The actors were interesting. You know, I full heartedly believe Dave Bautista is yeah, the, Dave Bautista. Yeah, yeah. Like I full heartedly believe he's the best um, wrestler turned actor because just because of his range. What about the, the rock? Rock, the rock, rock, dude. Oh, I completely oh, forgot about him. His range is I, I, so crazy. Yeah, I just have him at a different level. You know, that's why nah, I forgot yeah. about him. Dude. <laughs> dude, the rock can go from like super serious to super serious. And that's <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the gray shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. His gray tank top. <laughs> Yeah, no, but what I was saying, essentially, I just thought the whole premise was pretty interesting, you know, whole knock on the wood, end of the world type thing, mm. but look, seeing some reviews and stuff like that, I, they, they all basically said it was basically another M. Night Shyamalan flop. Okay. And honestly, Out of like I, I feel like I should All the fucking movies that he's done? Yeah. Like, just another one to add to the collection of, like, <laughs> mid, mid movies. I mean, they love him. They still give him money to fucking make this shit. I guess so, because they, they they hope that he's gonna he's gonna give him like a science movie or something like that, you know. They hope he's he's gonna, you know, shit out a science one day, another science. <laughs> yeah, or like a uh, Sixth Sense or something. Or like, like that. the Village. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! M Night did Stuart Little. No. Watches, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Maybe not... that's why they keep giving him money. They wanted to make like. They one. wanted to make Stuart Little four. Oh my god. Did he? No, he didn't. Dude. No, he didn't direct it. He, <laughs> he wrote the screenplay, though. He oh, story the little. Oh Go God, ahead, dude. Alec. Fucking drink that. They're like, they're like, can you make a movie? And like, oh, about a ratoncito. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> and that show your dad comes. March had some pretty big films, too. Creed 3, 65, Scream 6, Shazam 2, John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons. Shazam 2? Shazam, dude. Wait. My dumbass, dude. My mind was just Black Adam. Like, what the fuck? When, when the like, isn't it the first one? I don't, yeah. think, I don't even know what I'm thinking. Sixty five looked pretty creative, honestly. I heard it was alright, but all right. it's like I feel like everyone's like favorite thing. Like, holy shit, dinosaurs, right. sci fi guns, fucking shooting. That it's like something that could have been right. Cool. I feel like the concept of it, it was like almost there. It's kind of like Pacific Rim, where like whoa, mo- monsters fight big robots. Like and just I, it's just there. I'm surprised not. And more companies aren't doing, or more studios aren't doing like dinosaur films. Like they're really that scared that it's like, oh, you're gonna be a Jurassic Park ripoff. Like nobody fucking owns dinosaurs, dude. You can make a fucking movie about a dinosaur. But. That one had... Um, it's because they're scared of nerds being like, uh, dinosaurs aren't... Like, they're missing their feathers. All the, paleo- <laughs> all the paleontologists oh. are going to be like, what the fuck? Most, this is not accurate movie ever. They had uh, the dude from Star Wars, Kylo dude. Uh, Kylo Ren. Fuck, Ren- I heard he has an eight pack, dude. Is he? <laughs> is I don't he? know, dude. He looks blocky as, blocky as fuck in The Last Kylo Jedi. Pen, all right, continue. <laughs> Continuing on. Anybody see Scream 6? I don't know. But I, there was a lot of... There was a lot of hype for that movie. Yeah. People liked it. it. It did pretty decent. That's the one that had Jenna, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the uh, only reason why a lot of people were hyped for. After. Yeah. Just like oh my god. Well, Jenna. keep in mind, Scream Five came out the year before, and yeah. people really liked that one. 
um and it did, it did well enough to garner a sequel and then this one did well enough to garner another sequel so honestly the marketing for scream for this one was really nice was it i don't i don't remember like the posters that came out were really nice like I, the whole scream face being like the ghost trains, face yeah do, face. oh you know the, the, seeing... the new york based uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah like it was just really nice i it, remember watching the first tra- the teaser trailer I thought the teaser trailer did a good job at hooking up the audience. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it, but I wish I did see it in theaters. I'm, I'm really bad with scary movies. Sorry. I don't really watch scary movies. John Wick 4. Did not see it. John Wick 4? No, I didn't see I it, but it. It, I definitely want to see it. What did you think, Louis? It was just action, fighting, 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 and then I remember like halfway through the movie, someone pulled the fire alarm and we have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh shit, John Wick is here? John Wick himself? <laughs> um, I mean, it was cool. No one really expected him to die in this movie. But then, probably like, spoiler. Right spoiler, there, yeah, guess. spoiler, se murió. But, like, they're setting it up for, like, a fifth movie somehow. But well, they are making, um... Like a... Some female... Spin-off? Spin-off, spin-off yeah. Yeah. I, Jonah Wick. <laughs> Jonah Wick. Jonah Wick Hill? <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I hope it has a Melissa McCarthy. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, but it was alright. It's like if you're into action movies where like it's just mostly a fighting, it's a movie for you. I mean, John Wick is basically all that, but yeah, they, but I mean, their fight scenes and all that, they're really fucking. They, they were, yeah, they were the dark. cinematography of everything, the lighting, yeah, it, it all comes out really well. It helps that the directors are like stunt double stunt performers, so they really they know knew, they knew what how to, to do. do all that. Yeah, no, it was actually pretty fun uh, to watch, and it's not like one of those movies where like. Sometimes you get bored, you stop watching it. It's like, no, this one kept you on your seat. Just watching all, all the choreography, choreography, whatever. All the fights. <laughs> choreography. Yeah, there we go. Uh, especially when they were like, what, in Paris or whatever? Uh, or in England, was, sorry. Was in in Paris? Were the Rugrats there? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was fun. I would oh, say. Fe- fellas in Paris. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> I would say it's an <laughs> enjoying movie. It did pretty good. Um,. Nothing crazy, but John McFord did decent numbers at the box office. Yeah, it did. But then again, it's him. Yeah, like John, all the John Wick movies have been consistent box office hits. So right. the fact that it did good, I don't even doubt. I'm pretty sure the fifth one is gonna do really good. Even like just just the whole buildup of the universe and just the exploring of the lore itself. Let's get this one out of the way because <coughs> um, I give my thoughts on Fuck this film. My. Which one? <coughs> Holy shit, I'm fucking... God damn. Fuck, dude, you fucking poisoned me. Bazinga! <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like Idris Elba when he was eating the hot wings. Like, <coughs> what the fuck? Shazam 2. Uh, shitty... Uh, not, <laughs> sh- not a shitty film. Just a really mediocre fucking film. Forgettable. Uh, it, was, it was fun, but that's about it. Them and Black Isn't Adam 2 compete for shit. Isn't the one that he took, shit. like, half of Cicero to? No, no, that's, no, no, that's no, the that, other one. This one he didn't, he didn't uh, do that. Yeah, that, that's, that's how much it sucked, dude. Uh, <laughs> Even for me. <laughs> this one was so bad, they had to bring back uh, Wonder Woman for, like, two seconds. Well, they brought back Wonder Woman for, like, two seconds for every fucking DC film this yeah, exactly, year. exactly, dude. But we'll talk about a little bit of DC later. Um... Oh, I Miss did see. I did see this one with you guys. Oh, did you saw Shazam too? Yeah. yeah. It was, and and I mean, I for me it was like the ending. I was just like they they had to bring him back. I mean, oh yeah, I like yeah. When like, he died, it was just leaving him there. Yeah. Yeah, like I like when he died. Oh, you get spoiler alert. Though you know when he quote unquote died, I was like, 
That's like, actually kind of ballsy. Yeah, like, they, and, they see and, you doing something. Yeah, yeah, like, in my mind, I was like, oh, he's going to wake up right now. And then they fucking <laughs> showed the ground shot of him being buried. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, and dude. And Wonder Woman was like, yeah, I secretly have powers to revive everyone. Yeah, and yeah, he was like, <laughs> fucking electric. That's so fucking stupid. Yeah, like, I feel I feel like that would have been a kind of cool end to have it, but. Yeah. Have, I like, mean, it would have made, made sense just because of the fact that James Gunn is rebooting this damn universe. Exactly. And now it's like. All right, you bring in a peacemaker characters at the end of the movie, and so what the fuck is he? Is he gonna be in the new movies? Is he what? What what's going? What's happening? I think this, why are you doing this? This is pre James. Well, I mean, that's why I think. Yeah, but he had control of whether or not he wanted to have that post credit scene. In that's it or true. Not. Well, he kind of did, but kind of didn't. Honestly, he's like just have it. Because the one who like dictated them to be, how should I, in there, was a uh, fucking the Rock, dude. Well, the Rock had was fired at that point already. No, but like essentially, um, the original people that were gonna show up were like other characters from like uh, the JSA or some shit like that. But then the oh, Rock, that's true. That's yeah, true. but then the Rock was like, "Hey, if you uh, if if you show up in that movie, you're gonna not have a career anymore." <laughs> so they're like, "All right, let's Holy let's get shit, these dude. other people in there." It's 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 crazy how the Rock is really that powerful. I know. Here Not does. The Rock, Black Adam. Oh, Black Adam, oh, Black Adam. Dude. dude, The Rock, when he sees me coming up with a forty-four caliber. Dude, he's so, <laughs> he's so strong, he dictated that in the next Deadpool movie. He <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, he's just illusional at this point. Oh my God. He re- I, uh, for the audience who don't know, or uh, he ba- in an interview, he basically stated that Black Adam showing up in the Deadpool movie would be like a win-win for the audience everywhere. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, that's fucking delusional, dude. Ryan Reynolds, I don't even care really if it's fake or not. I that's, think he, he think? really wants The Rock and Black Adam to be like a household type thing, like how Chris Evans... The Rock yeah. is, is a real household Captain name, America, though. Yeah. La Piedra. You think he's really in his own, like, La La Land? I think he well, is. He does, why, at, yeah. that, at that point, yeah. yeah sure. like, he like, wants Black Adam to be like... The, ne- the next Superman, the, dude. dude. The thing. Yeah, dude, because... Uh, well, back when he did wrestling, he used to talk to himself in third person. He's like, The Rock can beat you up. The Rock is not something. No, I mean, that, I that but that's just, a persona. That was just all show. I know, but I think, it's on the screen, yeah, I think he just like fucking absorbed that. And he's like, all right, this is my personality from now on. That's why oh, well, when maybe. he got the Black Honestly. Adam figure, he's like, Black Adam can do anything. Well, let's talk about the best film of the year so far, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Actually, that was a fun movie. God's that's, Among Us. That's a good movie. Honestly. All right. Messina. Did it... Did it... Overperform or did it like underperform? Wait, the Prediction movie. The movie, yeah, wait. the movie underperformed. <laughs> I figured. Yeah, because it's like it's, very niche. It's like a niche thing. I did already. not remember any marketing for the movie either. No, there was a marketing. Was a I don't remember marketing. any of it, dude. Well, here's well, I saw a lot of marketing just because I'm already in that scene, so mm-hmm. it's like I know. Oh, they, you were in the movie? Yeah. Holy shit! What, what scene were you in? Uh, the movie scene. <laughs> um, the scene in the movie that mess well here's the, I think it's like one I liked it and I thought it was good um, did it underperform yeah will I get a sequel probably not yeah probably not probably. No. but it is a fun movie it's a lot better than probably I, like I the last was, movie I heard it was really good I heard it, it was it fun yeah, it, it was it was fun it, it was really funny a lot of sure. a lot of good uh, easter eggs and holy shit Bradley Cooper was in it I didn't even realize it uh, I, didn't see the big, big I gotta news. watch it though. I didn't realize it's it was funny. Bradley Cooper until like later <laughs> on. I was like, "Holy shit!" Messina loved it so much. He bought two pieces of dice. Yeah, I think I, I, I went several times. Actually, yeah, oh, you, you went more than single handedly. Fucking, I, I went more than once. Yeah, yeah. nice. I thought it was good. Um, I think in, 
was it because it was a topic that I enjoyed? Probably. So it's like I have no negatives for it. Mm. And I think I knew it was like something that I wanted to see, like for like Shazam and stuff. It's just like that's just like, eh, like I don't know. I, that it didn't. It's not a property you're a big fan of, and I guess what you got from that it was like just a regular emotion to just a a, a film that you really didn't know much of. So it's just like, eh. And the good thing is that they didn't do a lot of lore to confuse people for dungeons. Like, yeah, yeah. No, it was just more here it is like if you knew like if you played Dungeons Dragons and you know like the story behind, like lore pieces you'll recognize what they're talking about mm. but they weren't trying to like shovel like all this yeah. stuff like oh and then there was this this thing it's just like no here it is if you if you get it you get it if you don't you don't need to yeah you don't need to but it. it wasn't like a good introduction so like if you never played D&D and you were curious kind of gives it like an idea like oh okay you know it looks cool in my imagination which I, I think like it kind of sucked that it did underperform because like this is a really good movie for what it is I mean gaming stuff right. and like I you know how like, gaming movies don't have that like creatives of like a reputation which I think is starting to like change now right um, and I think this one is like one that you could put up well, this is more at, like a board game movie yeah but did Hasbro make this one was Hasbro involved in I this I think they were I think they were involved. Okay. Because Hasbro it. owns. Right. So expect to see Dungeons and Dragons and Transformers to uh, Holy make shit. a crossover. Sooner yeah. rather that was later. actually uh, part of the after credit scene. Is trans- Optimus Prime. like He transforms out bomb. of the 20-year-old yeah, dice. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fucking insane. Just, he just unfolds from the little thing to... Oh, yeah. Moving on to April. April has some pretty big hits, including Air, Super Mario Brothers, Paint, Renfield, Bow is Afraid, and Evil Dead Rise. All right, well, right off the bat, Rainfield fucking bombed. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Sebastian went to go see Renfield. He, what? He said, I asked him, why the why the fuck did you go see Renfield? He's like, oh, Nicolas Cage, he's a vampire. I guess. But, yeah, Sebastian went to go see Renfield. What do you think about it? He liked it, I guess. That's him. Okay, but, yeah, like, that movie fucking did horrible. How, that, about, hmm? how about a Owen Wilson in paint? I didn't see that one, but Owen, I don't know. I don't know if Owen Wilson makes a good. Uh, yeah, Bob Ross. What the fuck? I, I don't think so. It's kind of uh, off, off in a way. It does not give me any, any good, good vibes. vibes. Yeah, Air well, Air was good. Air was fucking good. A good drama. I hate that they had like the fucking DC characters in the movie. What's her face? Batman. Uh, Gal Gadot. Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Okay, Damn. you're saying the the Batman characters. You mean the actors? The actors. Yeah. Sorry, I can't remember Batman. Bro, like Ben Affleck. That had, well, that had nothing to do with whether or not yeah, the film like, was good or bad. I did not like it. That, that, I did not like them. You being just there, said you I liked lo- the movie. I liked the movie, but I did not like them being in there. Why? Oh, yeah. just, I think because ben, ben Affleck was you directing this movie. Him. Yeah. And I feel like he did not need to be there. I feel like he could have just like gotten some other guy to play the the CEO of uh, Nike. Nike. I think he did a fine job. I don't know. I just... Uh. I thought Air was a decent film. It was. It was, it, it was a, a little generic. Did this um, one come out? It was a nice drama. Immediately to streaming? But no, this no, one, this one released in theaters. It was released in theaters. But it, it released on Amazon like a couple weeks after. Yeah, dude, it was pretty I, quick, honestly. I saw this movie like two weeks before it's released, dude. This shit was fucking good. Oh, this guy. Yeah. This like two weeks yeah, before dude. the release and I still hated it. <laughs> I hated the. Act- I love the story. I hated the actors. Gotcha. The story was good. Um, like, like I said, a little generic, but it, it gave me, and, and and the music yeah. was kind of yeah, very like. Did it underperform? 
No, no, well, I love it. Ten, with these films, they're really not about oh, let's see how much money it's gonna make. It's more about all right, well, let's see how many awards we can make. Oh, yeah. Dude, MJ, but did it make money? MJ's mom is a G, dude. So we're not getting an Earth two. Nah. Duh. Oh yeah, it's called Airbud. Oh shit! <laughs> Holy shit! It's a prequel. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I just really hate that, like, dude. At and that... I also didn't like that they didn't show Michael Jordan. Well, it's because you know how he is. He'd probably be like, "Oh, you want to show my face? It's gonna be like a kajillion dollars." So they had to hire Stupid. like Gino, dude. Didn't I mean, the re- what's like, up? Didn't they show him like just the backside? And just the like backside, that? literally the back of his head the whole yeah, time. Yeah, the little milk dud yeah. fucking head. <laughs> yeah, the he reason... only had he only had like two lines when he gave, when they showed him the shoe. He's like, "It's red." Yeah, like the Bulls. And that was it. Oh, yeah, I think it's a, yeah. I don't see it, so I, I don't know what scene you're referencing. Um, it's a kind of way, like halfway in the movie, but yeah. Um, so Mario Brothers, the biggest film of this year. Holy yep. shit, dude. Biggest animated film ever, Honestly, no? Dude. No, not ever. Are you sure? Yeah, Rough Frozen still beats that film. Oh. Yes, I know. How are you going to fight against them, bro? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Like this, dude. With uh, pure ignorance. <laughs> Damn. But um, Fun movie. biggest saw, film of the year. I saw this movie. I didn't uh, think it was bad. I thought it was a it's fun a time at the movie, theater. Yeah. yeah, it was extremely safe. But exactly. it's the first Mario movie like that. Visually, though, it, the first Mario it was movie. amazing. First animated <laughs> Mario movie in a big theater. What about the Super Mario Super Show movie? I said first animated movie in the big theater, <laughs> dude. <laughs> fucking dumbass. <laughs> I reviewed this movie, so if you guys want to watch my review, watch it on uh, the YouTube channel, please. Oh, I, so we can skip this one. Okay. Yeah, we can skip this one. <laughs> I, I love this. I, I, I like the movie. I won't deduct points just because the kids in the theater wouldn't shut the fuck up dude they were high dude yeah they were uh, yeah then why weren't they it, fucking one of them was choking just... on fucking popcorn <laughs> and then mom's like shut the fuck up watching yeah. the movie watching the mario movie but um yeah i can't wait to have uh mario 2 uh danny devito as wario dude dude luigi's mansion Oh shit! That shit will fucking sell one day we'll we'll do a nintendo cinematic universe podcast you... How did you at least feel about Chris Pratt? He did pretty good, actually. You think they Why was him? he Mario? No, he shouldn't be Mario. Somebody else should have been Mario. Well, they wanted the original video game voice actor to be Mario. Yeah, no, but no, they didn't. They didn't have to. Motherfucker, Louis just did... be saying stuff. But he shut the fuck up, Louis. I actually, at first, I was skeptical, and then you know the whole meme, like, oh, it's gonna be like it's me, Mario. <laughs> Some of that, you know, but like I I liked it, you know. Bad. It, it wasn't, wasn't bad, bad, but it definitely could have been better. It could have been better. It's, it's, it's just, just a fucking kids movie, dude. It was for funny. me, it doesn't matter if it was a kids movie. Kids movies are fucking great, but it was just hollow, shallow. It was safe. L- Luigi, was way good. better. Yeah. Um, Peach. Peach did all Peach right. Peach did a decent job. Donkey Kong fucking was great. Dude. Seth <laughs> Rogen had a fucking blast with that shit. <laughs> But I don't know Mario. Jack Black is Bowser. Oh, dude, Jack Black as Bowser killed it. Stole the show on point. Stole the show on fucking point. But Chris Pratt as Mario is just. uh... I. This could be a discussion for a different podcast, but I do kind of hate actors replacing Hollywood. Like it's so insistent on just having actors be voice actors as opposed to actually getting voice actors. To portray animated characters. Like, yeah, Jack Black, you know, he sounded good, and that's fine. But, like, I feel like Chris Pratt, I feel like they could have, like, given this to an actual voice actor. They could have given it. It would have been really good. Well, it, it's, it's Hollywood, man, especially Elimination. They just get... They want big actors. A-list mm-hmm. actors yeah. to voice their fucking gonna, characters. If you get voice actors, you're going to be like... Hey, just wait till Garfield. Shit. Oh, oh my, my God. God. It's a me. 
Garfield. <laughs> Moving on to May, a little bit shorter of a month in terms of films, but some pretty big films that come out, which were Guardians 3. Sorry, it's raining outside, guys. Holy shit, it's raining people. <laughs> There's no refugees here. Guardians 3, Fast X, and The Little Mermaid. Fast Sex? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I want these Fast and Furious movies to just bomb. This one did bomb a little bit, but but the international box office <laughs> still fucking it, it, hey, it let it live. This, this, this is part one of three. No, wasn't this supposed yeah. to be a two part movie? Three. And now it's a part three. No, no, no. I don't think there's gonna be three parts somewhere after after it bombing here in the U.S. <laughs> I don't know. Probably gonna be two parts. Considering it did really good internationally, it might it might just no, might. Dude. And here's Fuck. the thing. You know, okay, so, I'm calling it now. Part three goes, and then they reboot everything. But how do they reboot it? They go back in time, or well, I don't know. They, At this point, maybe, honestly, or they just reboot it. And, like, there's no like in canon explanation. It's just like they just started up again. Dude, yeah, Flashpoint and <laughs> fucking Fast X. I wouldn't be surprised. Dude, Dom has to go in and charge her super fast, and then fucking reset the timeline. <laughs> don't give up ideas. <laughs> Let's go one more time, guys. Dude, they stole what? our idea of space. They're gonna steal this idea, dude. Shut up. I know, dude. Yeah, true. I mean, hey, you know, for an inter- international market, you know, language doesn't translate well, but what translates well is racist, explosions, and action. Racist. <laughs> racist, explosions, and cars. Yeah. Like, that's an international language right there. Guardians 3 did decent at the box office. It was, it was I think movie. it might be the second biggest this year. I feel like it is. At 800 and something million, but it wasn't able to reach a, a billion. Unfortunately, but Guardians Three, great film. Great film. I really did like that one. Great uh, way to end a trilogy. Right. That's why, like, I brought up like the whole like superhero fatigue thing. Mm-hmm. Well, in rebuttal to what Messina said, because yeah, people could say, oh yeah, these movies are doing well because of superhero fatigue, but no, they're just they haven't been good. Honestly, right. like, give us a good superhero movie and we're gonna go watch it, just like Guardians of the Galaxy. Agreed. Or Quantumania. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A little Mermaid. Ooh, that I did one not see it. Sorry. didn't do great, but it didn't do terrible. But it didn't do good enough for Disney to be like, wow, this is a mega hit. Mm-hmm. It's probably the, one of their worst from the live action uh, oh, interpretation just wait till, of the films. Um, I just feel like their live action movies are just super safe, corporate, soulless. Well, I think it's it's the same argument that's been thrown out since the first live action uh, remake or whatever. Yeah, like it's not the same. It, no, it's just that like, why are they doing this? Just make. I think Disney knows. Disney hears all these complaints, but those previous films made so much fucking money. Where Disney's like, all right, well, we don't give a shit. We're still gonna make these fucking films. You guys are still gonna w- watch them. True. I guess this is one of the first times where it really hit Disney, and they're like, all right, well, we might have to rethink all of this shit that we're doing. Hey. Well, Maybe you, you need to tell them about Snow White then. Actually, I heard that Snow White picture isn't real. Oh, real hopefully. quick, Disney's been getting hit super badly this, this year. This year, yeah, oh, yeah, dude, like, been... Disney's has been flop after flop after flop after flop, yeah, and like I feel like it's like some like it's one of those things that Disney has to fucking actually they have to correct right away. Yeah, dude. they have to they have to correct themselves because they're not going in the right direction. Yeah, no, Disney is right now they're going through a lot of changes, a lot of firing, a lot of you know just. 
Yeah. Like everything's gonna be different. Event that we'll discuss. Yeah. Later. Yeah. I mean, Bob Iger. I think he's staying until like 2027. Oh boy. Okay. So he really wants to fucking reshape this company, and there's just a lot of rumors going on with you know selling certain things, um, not really wanting to pay attention to their TV division, wanting maybe to sell that off, mm-hmm. um, because their biggest money makers is the parks. Yeah. And, so that's where yeah. they get the majority of their money from. Because right now, all these films, dude, like maybe they've had like two, three hits this year. Uh, every other film has just been flopping. Um, but continuing on with uh, with June, Spider Verse Two, Transformers, Elemental, The Flash, Asteroid City, Indiana Jones. June was definitely the month where like. I was like, damn, it's like movie after movie after movie after movie after movie. That's where we really felt the the fucking pain in our, in our wallets just going to almost every movie. Yeah, June was definitely a month where if you were like a moviegoer, it's every week you went to go see a new damn film. Yeah. yeah. I think the only movie I saw was Spider-Verse, and that's it. I didn't see... Oh, hey, you, you did see another movie <laughs> this year. Exactly. Uh, by far, Spider-Verse, right. superior movie I of mean, the month. Hands down, there's no argument there. Yeah, Spider-Verse yeah. 2 was gr- a great film. But Transformers did okay. I still believe it's still getting its sequels. I fucking hated the ending. Um, <laughs> Everyone did. But fucking hated the ending. Fucking emphasis on Hayden, too. I thought the movie was fun up until the very end. And up until he gets the fucking Iron Man suit. But I thought the movie was... I thought this was the best Transformers movie out of all of them. Transformers. No, Bumble- I'm not talking about the the Bumblebee movie, movie. Oh, okay, okay. Just talking about the, Transformers. The Bumblebee movie? Yeah, the Bumblebee movie. Makes sense. Dude, uh, the, the best Transformers movies we've ever gotten was like the first 10 minutes right. of fucking Bumblebee movie. Fucking peak cinema. I, I still watch that clip. Like I, I have that clip saved on my TikToks. It's so fucking good. Right? Just the fucking aesthetic, the Dude, fucking design. They won't give us what they we need. They are making an animated Transformers movie for next year. It's called Transformers 1, but I don't think it's based off you know, any yeah. of the movies that are coming out right now. It's its own thing. I think it's its own thing. That that sucks, because that, that ten, 10 minutes of it is peak. So Elemental. Let, let, let them come. come. Another bomb for Disney. Oh, Elemental for sure. Yeah. Uh, their marketing team did them no favor at all. <laughs> I fucking. I saw the movie. Did anybody else see it? No. 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 I've been wanting to see it because I've been actually looking at reviews and it's saying, "Hey, it's actually a good movie, and it's actually one of the most heart like like touching." Um. I like, will say this. Yeah. Elemental is definitely one of the most movies of this year. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> no, I'm not even playing. It's not good. It's, it is not bad. It, it's just. Like it's a, just. It's just so. It's just a rehash of like a kind of generic. It, yeah. it, what you think it is, it it's gonna be that exactly. It's yeah. Romeo and Juliet be, because the except they didn't die. Right. Boo. Well, yeah, I guess. <gasps> I guess they did. But uh, all of like the um, the messages that they're trying to like really emphasize on in terms of like uh you know people coming from different countries going to a new land or so on and so forth uh, there was it, already a movie like that called it, Zootopia. It, it's not yeah it's not really emphasized Relatable. as much as the actual love story is because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of little like 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 messages like that that they wanted to incorporate in this film but it just doesn't make too much sense um but this film was just it was a little generic i liked it i liked the character designs things i think it's pixar's most creative looking film but it was just a little generic for my taste yeah 
Um, and like the marketing team definitely yeah, did and then the marketing service. team made this fucking movie look like an early to early to mid two thousands fucking film. I did see a lot of marketing for it though. I mean, eh, they still have the billboard or a couple of billboards around yeah. Cicero when the bus stops. Yeah, <laughs> just because no one fucking buys them. They were supposed to buy the bus stops. You can you can rent uh, to put yeah. your ad on there, dude. It's fine. We'll put a chunk light ad one day. Fuck Hell yeah, it, dude. The best movie of the year, The Flash. I already talked about it enough. We already know how much of a bomb it is. Yep. I don't know what you guys have to say about this. I shit. think it's becoming... I'm just happy, and I hope this is the end of Ezra Miller. <laughs> I mean, the fucking director was like, oh, if we make another movie, Ezra Miller's definitely going to be in it. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah. No, for real, that's what, was, that's what he said. Why are they... Why... I don't know. You know what? This could be a discussion for a different time, but like... <laughs> Yeah, it's just just stupid, honestly. Everything that could have gone wrong with this film went wrong, yeah, dude. That's the craziest it, fucking part. How do you feel about um? Okay, so the CGI looked fucking terrible, yeah, but yeah. then the director was like, "That was on purpose." Bullshit. They probably just told him to say that so so people would be like, "Oh, oh, oh, I can see your vision now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like fucking Oscar. <laughs> no, to say your line, the little uh, the wow. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Asteroid City is a movie I want. I've been wanting to see. It's a new Wes Anderson film. I haven't had time to see it, but I think it's on streaming now, so I will catch that but. sooner rather than later. Hell yeah, let's watch it after. Finally, Indiana Jones, um, mm-hmm. another bomb for Disney. Wow. So yeah, a lot of bombs for fucking Disney this year. Like I feel like one of the things for the bombs, the bombs were. Like, fuck that. That's the perfect sound for the uh, soundboard. Oh yeah, yeah. you know the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, big fucking budgets for these movies oh, that dude, don't have to. Almost three hundred million for yeah. Indiana Jones. That's fucking crazy. That, that's the budget for Indiana Jones. Three almost. It was like two hundred ninety-five million bucks. Well, you gotta remember. Like, there's no need to have that and fucking. It's, it's movie. not including marketing. Too. Yeah. And you, but, and but you gotta remember. You gotta remember, Harrison Ford, dude. They have to. F- fucking pay every week when he got injured or whatever I don't no. even know why he fucking agreed to make this damn film doesn't he I feel like doesn't he hate this character what is he no he hates Han Solo he hates Han Solo oh, okay, yeah sure. dude yeah. they're like he hates it cause all those sweaty nerds fucking ruined it for him <laughs> it's, it's cause, true though it's cause they asked him to do the Han Solo dance and he wouldn't do it <laughs> Han Solo Han and then a mob of 50 people beat him up <laughs> yeah but well, Wait. remember when you when you guys offered the job to Tony to clean to Harrison Ford as Harrison Ford's personal shit bucket? Yeah, for How like a, a one million a month. What's up? How much did it make? Uh, right, definitely not enough. I think right? it made less no, than that. No, definitely not 100. enough. It's still getting money from it's still in theaters. from theaters because it's still in theaters. <laughs> but Indiana Jones is it open for international or whatever? Uh, I believe it has. I think. The budget was two hundred ninety-four million. Oh, it opened with sixty million. Oh my god! It's a fucking dud. It grossed one hundred and forty-five <laughs> million in the U.S. And as of now, it's just made its budget back. But that's not not, our... not including marketing. So no, it hasn't made its budget back. <laughs> it made its production money back. Not yeah. So yeah, fuck. It made its production money ba- money back. Yeah. So and mind you, marketing is um, another three hundred. So that's six hundred million for this film, and it's wow. only made. I don't half think they paid enough because I don't remember seeing a single ad for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> they could have yeah. done it a little better. I think marketing like pocketed some of the money. I guess. 
I think the trailers did a decent job. I remember the first. I saw the first trailer. I was pretty excited for it. Yeah. And then the rest of those trailers came, and I heard word of mouth that this movie was. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. And then dude, I was like, ah, I don't want to see this movie. Th- this no movie, when I when I saw a spoiler review about it, I was like, no way, this is an Indiana Jones movie. It's because they didn't have Shia LaBeouf back as his son. Did they retcon him? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think he died in this one. I was like, holy shit, he's fucking dead. <laughs> yeah. His son is dead. Yeah, holy basically. Shit. And he's not. He's, he's like, basically he's a hermit. And then, like, there's time traveling. And then they, and then the Nazis are fighting the ancient Romans. What the fuck, dude? Sounds like a fucking... Flush. <laughs> it sounds like... Um, what's that museum movie? Sounds like some Night at the Museum-ass <laughs> fucking film, dude. Right. Right, like... What was it? The... The Romans started finding the Nazi planes and all that because they saw there were dragons or something. What the fuck? It's fucking overshot. It's just it's just wild. But dude. yeah, that's this year's film so far. I think definitely a overcrowded year, but that was because, you know, 2022, 21, and then 20 pandemic was going on. And not that many movies were getting released. They were all delayed and they just so happened to come out this year. Um, we're kind of going through something like that right now, but we'll talk about that later. But, um, yeah, the, the current climate in Hollywood, according to the box office bombs and wins, like, if you were an executive seeing all these films that were that were complete duds, where would you where would you want to to continue? What would you want to focus on? And what do you think there will be money in in terms of like what movies you will greenlit and which ones you're like, no, I'm not doing that because it's a mixture of everything. Blockbusters uh superhero films you know uh smaller films drama films comedies any of that i believe people are definitely more we're in an era where where style is something that's really really important because if if the director doesn't have a vision and a style that is unique to them i feel like people aren't really going to be that interested really I mean, example, Spider-Verse is a, is a main example. Guardians, another example, something people been want to see. I mean, Megan. Megan was something that was interesting that people haven't really seen much of. And they're like, you know what? Let's go see it. Let's go check it out. Yeah. Uh, and it was worth it, honestly. And the, yeah. Cocaine Bear did decent. You know, well, yeah, that was, I mean, that budget was like what, like, right, exactly, like a hundred bucks, dude, and a cabin, <laughs> and so, and a family relative's cabin. Horror films are doing pretty well, horror films are cheap to make, and they usually get their money back. We should make a horror film, we are, hopefully. Holy shit, dude, um, it's gonna be Lois's boss. And then we have to look at the fact that, like, Super Mario Brothers was the biggest movie of this year, and I'm sure these studios were like, why the fuck have we not? went up to Nintendo and asked them for their IPs yet. Like, dude, how many years has Nintendo been making games? Mm-hmm. And just right now, they decided to make an animated Super Mario Bros. movie. I'm sure you will hear um, Zelda movie coming out sometime in the future. Uh, Kirby movie. Maybe Metroid, maybe Star Fox, maybe fucking a- Animal Crossing. Dude, I can see an Animal Crossing see Metroid movie. movie? Metroid? That shit would be dope. That would be like an action be horror type. yeah. That yeah. could be a horror movie. Yeah, that's right. That could, like, be, that could be a really good movie if done right. So I'm probably gonna be, do it right. Probably, probably not. Probably be super safe, but it's a cool concept. And a Splatoon movie, dude. Uh, Splatoon movie, oh, would be cool. But yeah, where do you guys see this landscape of Hollywood moving on? You know, ignore the right, the riots and the strikes that are well, not the riots. Yeah, ignore the strikes that are going on right now. Where do you think Hollywood should go after this? I say. 
be a little more daring. Right. Don't have fucking half a million budgets for your movie. And then be like, holy shit, dude. Our sixth movie and this uh, movie. What the fuck? Uh, I mean, look like... You lost your I know. Time. I was like, fuck. Where it's like... Essentially, to, uh, give directors smaller budgets. And they'll be more creative. Just like in the early 2000s, stuff like that. Well, when they would have... Like, they, they would make do with what they have. Yeah. Basically. And they're like, have to be super creative to or, make or, it work. Or don't give them smaller budgets, but just give them like... More like decent, freedom. decent budgets, you know. Yeah. Don't give at max two hundred million in order for you to make and like a good. And that's a max, dude. I say max a hundred million. Yeah. yeah. Well, 150, no, no, no. It's, it's not gonna slide. A hundred million is is pretty low for minimum. Um, for blockbuster films, got to be like. But not not including so. marketing though. Not including marketing. You know what? One hundred fifty though. I that's my uh, that's my max. One hundred fifty. Minimum. Get creative, dude. But. Just like the old movies, you know, just like uh, Jurassic Park, everything that had to be super creative at a time. And all that stuff led to groundbreaking innovations in the industry. Having millions of dollar budgets and all that, like hundreds of millions, is fucking preventing it. I hope also, like this is a wake up call for Hollywood to just stop nostalgia baiting people. Also that. that too. Because... All these films are like, all right. Well, how can we include? How can we make this across? It's not even. A, it's not even the crossover phase is done for. How can we make all of the all of our properties um, join forces in in this big multiverse movie? Or how can we bring back this legacy character in our newest film? Because obviously, it's not working for every film. Flash, um, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, Transformers. <laughs> See, like Transformers and G.I. Joe. Like, un- unfortunately, that movie is doing okay. But, yeah, I don't know, man. It's Hollywood, and it, it's it's still happening. Like, they're still green greenlighting a whole bunch of fucking shit. But really, Hollywood just needs to be be more creative. You just need to be more daring, man. Just, yeah. just, just have some balls to, you know, release something that... I mean, you know the general audience dude, won't really. How about this? It's like a small example, but going back to like Shazam, like if they would have like left him, him dead. dead, it would have been like oh, okay, that's kind of ballsy for a superhero movie. They killed a kid, right? Make, make the older sister like the leader exactly. at that point. Yeah, and, um, and it's like like if you look at the demographics for films right now, Hispanic people have been going to the movies like crazy. Yeah. Like we are one of, if not, we're actually the biggest demographic. Of moviegoers to go to the actually to the actual films. After that is white people, then black people, then Asian people. But hey, maybe if you want to focus on um, more diverse characters without like gender bending or um, uh, race bending them, and make original characters based off you know maybe Hispanic people, black people, um, Asian people. Be more creative culturally. Be more creative with the films that you make. Um, cause obviously if, as you can see with the little mermaid gender or gender bending, race, bending. On, race bending characters isn't really working. You see Spider-Verse original, an original Hispanic black character. It worked foam. Yeah. It worked really good. Four quadrant film, dude. Four, by four quadrants, I mean every single ethnicity went to go see this damn film. Exactly. And that's the type of movies that Hollywood really needs to make. Um, yeah, but I don't know. What do you guys do? You guys have anything to say about? I mean, for I feel like for me it's tough. I don't watch, ink or go to the movies, enough for me to have like I guess like a, 
proper opinion. Uh, besides just like rehashing the same points, be more creative, be more daring. Don't just fall into the same tropes like Romeo and Juliet or like this and that. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess. Yeah, like just I feel like Hollywood should maybe like stop playing it safe. Yeah. Try some new stuff. Right now we're talking in a way that's in the landscape that everything is very good right now. Because it's it's clearly not. It's not. Um, we'll talk about that in couple minutes after our uh, commercial music break. Um, so stay tuned, everybody. Este fue patrocinado por. This is Knuckles, and I'm back. I've been away for a while, but I'm back to kick some butt in Wild Candy. I shall find all the lost pieces of the Master Emerald here. Everybody, welcome to the Dudon Podcast Rebooted. 
It's gonna be the new name. With new artwork. The new art. Yeah, new artwork. Resident graphic. Design Resident Evil things. graphic designer. <laughs> Holy Evil shit! We got the Resident Evil graphic designer. No <laughs> yeah. way. New writers, dude. Yeah, because we we couldn't say um, because you know how like the bad guys are usually, the dark versions are like ne- nega, <laughs> like the nega chin. Yeah. We can't say nega Messina, you know. Yeah. It's racist. And copyrighted. Oh, Fella Messina. So now it's it's Mevo Messina. Mevo. Mevo. Mevo Sina. Mevo Sina. Mevo Sina. Anyways, continuing the conversation with the current climate of Hollywood. Um, honestly, what a better time to talk about this with all the writer strikes going on right now. Uh, for those of you who don't know, if you've been living under a rock, a couple months ago we started in hollywood with the writer's strike which the writers were demanding um better wages um more more secure um just you know more more secure wages in in the way that they live and just being treated a lot better in hollywood and then recently like a couple days ago the actors went on strike for similar reasons um yeah it's a crazy times right now in hollywood what what do you guys know? What don't you know? And what is it that, you know, what do you think of all this stuff going on? Oh, man. I'm just trying to think of the stuff I don't know. Well, I I'm mean, like, how, how how do I know? With the way the economy has been going, especially affected with COVID, it's been affected everything where inflation has taken to a whole new high, where the salaries you made back in, like, two years ago don't even cover anything that you need to take care of today. Like... I don't know how it is in California, but like, dude, I've seen much worse for yeah, sure. <laughs> much worse for sure. I've seen people say like, "Oh, if you want to rent out like a rent apartment, some apartments are like thirty seven hundred dollars a month. It's like almost New York prices, basically." Well, and then with the cost of living, like groceries and all that shit, it's just, it's just adding up. And for your profession, you're like, "Well, you know what? You know, it's kind of obvious. Like, hey, boss, we didn't, we did really good. Uh, you think like, I don't know, another dollar." Like please, sir. Please, can please, I have sir. some more, more pores? Well, it's it's. I guess that's a. It's, it's, it's just it, a base. I, I guess in some. I guess ways the, it's. <laughs> kind of like what you're talking about. It's but, like a simplified version of it, honestly. Yeah. But really, it's in terms of like, the writers. Uh, so what happens is, I guess back in the day, you know, before streaming, you would make. You would write for a TV show that was, what, 24 episodes or, or so, whatever usual season is. And usually the writers would be able to make a living off of that for a whole year, yeah. right? Um, Not including so residuals. Right. So then and you probably get called back for the next season. At the same time, you might be writing for some other yeah. people. So, you know, you'd be making a, a decent living become being a writer in Hollywood for a TV show or a movie or both at the same time, you know? Because each season, like I said, was 20-something episodes. So each year, boom, your series gets renewed for a new season. You get season two, three, four, five, and six. It gets canceled. You're already working on another show. You're good. Yeah. But now that streaming is going on right now, um, so what's happening is a lot of streaming services are only calling for eight 10, episodes. 8, 12 episodes only. And, you know, writers can't really make a living off of that. Because once they're done with one show, they gotta quickly find what it is that they want to do or what it is that, that they what type of job they're gonna take after they finish with that. Um, <clears throat> so 
And that's 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 really just the streaming services just cutting down and telling them, all right, well, we're only going to do 10 episodes, 8 episodes, 12 episodes. After that, boom, we don't know where, you're, where we're going to put you at. And um, in terms of like, you know, let's say you become, your show becomes very successful and you were the writer for that. Uh, let's say something like, I don't know, Lewis, you watch The Mandalorian. Just say you're a writer at The Mandalorian, at Mandalorian and after the season's over... You know, if it's a big, big, big success, you would ex- you would expect to get some sort of like residuals, you know, as as the years go by. They do get residuals, but the amount that they get is it's laughable. Pennies, yeah, it's, it's laughable because what they would make back then in residuals for the TV shows, they would get, let's say, a monthly check of a couple hundred, a couple thousand dollars. Now they're literally getting fucking changed four dollars. Fucking twenty dollars only for the shit that they've worked on, and they're not getting paid for anymore. So that's that's one of the reasons why these writers are going on strike because they're not really getting the money that they really should. And it's more like, all right, we're gonna hire you for a show. Once that show is done, yeah, don't bother yeah. us no more. We're uh, keeping all the money for 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 the show that you made that you wrote for us. Um, and yeah, it's just it's not looking great. For writers and for actors, because it's very similar with what's going on with the actors, where they're not getting paid. They are getting paid what they're supposed to, but it's really more of all right. You're using my image for so many different things, and they're not getting paid for it. So I, I've I've read where you know certain background actors, they call them for one day. They do the job for one day, then they tell them to go fuck off, and they they use their image and AI to just you know um just just put them in mark in different marketing things, use them in promotions, use them to do this, use yeah. them to do that, and they're not getting paid for that stuff. Yeah, yeah I th- like I think a lot of these production companies now, what they want to do is like, Alan, you go like you said, you go in, you're a background character. Now, like, what they want you to sign is you saying, like, hey, it's okay for you guys to use like, my image for anything future, but they're not going to pay you. Right. It, and it's that. not, like, for, like, a year. It's, they're like, gonna forever, pay for the, forever. They're going to pay you for the scene that you're in, but after that, it's, like, oh, free game. Yeah, you, you, gave them your, you gave them your likeness. They can use or do whatever they want with that, which is, is why now actors are, like, striking. Not just not just that. Like, but it's reason. a big reason. It's a big reason. Right. They they're literally just paying you for the job for the day. Yeah. After that, all right, we're not gonna pay you anymore. Um, good luck. Go find something else. It, it sucks, dude. It really does. Cause if you're trying to make your way into like the business, it's like, how can you at that point? Yeah, because at that point, it's just like, then the companies will just be like, oh well, why hire new people? Well, let's just pull up. The PNG Files, of Alan yeah. from like five years ago. And then <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, so when it was just a writer's strike, one third of, you know, the movie making process was completely gone, which was pre-production. You know, you can't, you can't write a script without fucking writers, obviously. Um, and then now that the actor's strike is going on, two-thirds of the movie-making process is completely gone, so you really can't do shit no more. Like, the movies that were already in production... Delayed. Out. Like, mm-hmm. the, the, everybody left. Yep. 
So pre-production and production is all gone. All you have is post-production. So whatever it was that they were working on already, it's going to come out. Um, but yeah, uh, it's guaranteed that we're not going to be seeing much of anything next year at all. Maybe sure. end of this Within year. Within the next two years, if anything. Early, early next. Early, early, early. Like I'm talking January, maybe February of of content. Because even if some sort of deal is made, it's going to take a lot of time just to... And yeah, I mean, even even now, um, like you have people like Bob Iger saying like, mm-hmm. yeah, these demands are like they're outrageous, but th- yeah, they they and just... it's like that's just like laughable because going back to the AI thing, it's like, bro, you're trying to use their likeness forever and not pay them, yet they're being the unrealistic ones. Yeah, exactly. Like... And you gotta remember too. Let's say you're a writer, you get paid, or you get annually. 100 maybe 200,000 or 100 150,000 right it's mm-hmm. a decent way of living mm-hmm. um and i'm talking about like before this was all going on but then you have like the actual ceos like bob Iger who are getting like what? 30 40 50 60 70 million I, and that's not even a year. bonuses i, I, I was year. reading i saw the source or this article saying that bob Iger in a day makes 72,000 dollars that's that's what he makes a day, and like some of the actors are saying, I don't even see, I don't even make that much a year. But mm-hmm. so it's like, how like how dare Bob Iger be like, oh hey you guys are being unrealistic, when like really what they're asking for isn't even a lot. It's not like they're saying hey give us a fifty percent pay increase. They're literally like asking for like the bare minimum, and they don't want to give them. I that. think they're saying like we just want like one percent of what was earned last year. I think it's just. They just want to be fair. Exactly. Like they're not even asking for for more than what they should. They're just asking for, you know, for everything to just be even with with one another. Like I don't think they're mad at the fact that Bob Iger makes like millions of, yeah. of dollars. I mean, it's expected. He's the CEO of Disney. He has yeah, a lot of right. responsibilities. But at the same time, it's like like dude, you're you're a multimillionaire. It's not gonna and, hurt and you. You can't pay the people who are making your content that are, people who are putting the money in your pockets, you know, they're the ones that, you know, you, they're the reason why you're successful, really. Mm-hmm. And if it's, it weren't for them, then where the fuck would you be? Mm-hmm. And it's crazy how they're just ignoring these writers too. They're not giving them any sense of attention. They're just saying their little comments like, Oh, I forgot who said it, but someone said like, we're just going <clears> to <throat> wait it out mm-hmm. when they run out of money and they, and they're homeless now. Yeah. Then then we're going to give them a shittier deal that they already had. And they were going to be forced to take it. And it's like... I don't know if it was a Disney exec or someone else, but yeah. They said, hey, let's not... Let's wait it out. Let's wait until like all these writers and, and um, actors, actors run, out of money. Like, run out of money. They lose their apartments and they're homeless. That way, they'll, they'll come crawling back to us and we'll just give them a bad deal. Something that they don't want. And that's just something like yeah. that's super villain level. Yeah, shit I don't right think that there. was supposed exactly. to come out. I think that was a leak. <laughs> and like, like, oh shit, I said Ron, that quiet part out loud. And it's funny because Ron Perlman. Oh shit, I saw that. He yeah. he he came out. He came the closet, out. yeah. Nah, <laughs> he he came out and like he just responded to it, and he was like said like, oh, you know, you know how else like you could lose your your home and become homeless is if we find out where you live and we burn your. Jesus. So I'm like, oh. I mean, it, it's come to that point where, like, they, like, hopefully it doesn't come to the point where you got to burn your CEO's house down. But it's like, dude, let's just 
everything is going up in prices. When you what I make right now is barely anything, and then humble brag. Exactly right. <laughs> All right, but you're not in Hollywood. This is this is completely different. I'm in Chicago. This guy is like, oh, I'm basically one of those <laughs> right? actors. So like, this, yeah, I, 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 I understand the struggle, but it's two different lives, all right? It's, uh, it's sort of like the, with the Aldo flood. It's like, oh, yeah, you're, 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 you're basically flooded, but my, my car He lost everything it, seven it, times already, dude. Now. But, no, yeah, it's like... It's fucking wild. You're not asking for a lot. I think that's ultimately the thing. They're right? literally just asking for like maybe two more thousand, a couple more grand. Yeah. And to think that there's people out there who are actually kind of on the studio side. Like I, I've seen some uh, brain dead takes on this. And it just like, it makes you wonder like what goes through these people's heads to support the studios in these instances. There's like I guess just the regular people like oh I want to watch movies I don't do care about yeah like they want, do you think they it's want like projecting yeah. like oh they 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 feel like if they act like them maybe they they'll eventually be in like their position like oh well you know it could be that but I also feel like I feel like damn why aren't they projecting the movie into the screen I want to <laughs> see this <laughs> so yeah you have right now no red carpet premieres mm-hmm. people aren't gonna be promoting their films yeah. at all what our actors aren't gonna be promoting films at all whatsoever. So that's just like doom for the studios. Bunch of movies. As so if they're not struggling uh, enough already. Films, every upcoming film is like, if no, if their actors aren't promoting it, it's up to the studios for them to just, you know, put out bullshit and just promote the damn thing themselves. Um, but and yeah, let me, and let me add on to that. Me working at a marketing booty at a design agency and in, into marketing. Sometimes these clients, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> and trust me, if the marketing team is gone, the marketing team usually consists of, like, designers, right? Who, yeah. like, their sole purpose is to, like, create the marketing. If they're gone, oh, man, imagine, just picture this, a bunch of boomers who don't know how to use Photoshop. Oh, my God. Suddenly, like... You mean you mean Sony? Exactly. With your fucking Spider-Man posters? <laughs> I mean, you have... You- <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, you have a first-hand experience with that. Honestly, yeah, no, these clients don't know shit. And then like you tell them, and, then, you know. and they're like, "Oh, we we pay you uh, we pay you like hundred thousand dollars to make this right." We like does it hey, right? Does it right? Like, hey, we don't like that. We're gonna yeah. do it our way. <laughs> so take our money though. I I for some I, reason I, I'd spill names, but I signed an NDA, so I can't. I can't discuss. In, Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> NDA, dude. Nice. Uh, Chicago Bulls or what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's also up to the actors on whether or not they want to appear in places like conventions. Mm-hmm. They can if they're not promoting <coughs> anything. But places like San Diego Comic Con, um, they absolutely aren't allowed to go there because yeah, their contract no says that they, they can't, absolutely cannot promote anything. And I know you guys were talking about, all right, well, you know, so many studios already backed out from San Diego Comic Con. I believe they already backed out because they knew what was going to happen. Already. Yeah. So that's why there was, there aren't any major studios going to San Diego Comic Con this year. Yeah, all Be- of them backed yeah, out. Yeah, right? everybody's not going. Like uh, nobody's going anymore. It's gonna be an empty. And so, that's gonna. Um, set, I mean, heck, that's gonna suck for California. That's like a big like. Right. That's a big revenue. San, that's that's the biggest you know comic convention in I I believe the world. So. Yeah, I wouldn't believe it. It, it being right there, you know, Hollywood, everything, San Diego. Yeah, because other than Hollywood, what do you got? Bollywood, but no one really watches that shit. Um, Amazing take. Yeah. Well, isn't well Bollywood actually pulls in more viewers? Bollywood does pull more money than. Well, dude, have, have a, you ever? Have, they have a billion India, people to begin with. Dude. India is such a fucking stupidly big country. Indiana. <laughs> 
I'm, you're not gonna be in the next podcast. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, I, I, I like that. One. I like that Indiana one though. Calm y'all. Oh, but not my not my NDA joke. That one was good. Like What's fuck? What about my NDA? Joke? All right, you're out the po- next podcast. No. <laughs> yeah, co-host forever. Hell yeah. Um. So, yeah, dude, it's crazy times right now. Just give him a good wage. Come on, Bob Iger. Like, be a pal. I said. I said the inter- <laughs> I said the interview where um Bob Iger. And he's like, oh, you know, these actors, these writers, they're being unrealistic. And the interviewer was like, oh, how are they being unrealistic? And Bob Iger was like, I can't answer that. I'm like, like, (laughs) you can't give an honest answer without saying, yeah, they just want to take my money. -uh." (laughs) (laughs) Essentially, which is like kind of like what boils it down. Simply, this is basically just like the executives being petty. As of now, yeah. It's just them. Being petty it's just because them what money, they're asking for is like a pebble, and they and like they just don't want to do it. Just they don't want to cut the mountain until yeah. They, um, I've experienced like the 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 slowness of the industry firsthand because of where I'm I'm at right now. So when there were no writers, I couldn't because I'm taking an internship right now, and I I. Usually a part of the internship, you have people that are doing dailies, which is the people that get the footage from the actual production, and they, you know, the dailies people just transfer it um, to different computers, you know, um, sync it sometimes, so on and so forth, and that way it's easier it's easier for the editor um, or for the assistant editor to just look through the footage and, you know, find everything as it is. So... I'm not able to do anything like that or I shadow any, anybody who's doing that because there are no productions in Chicago happening right now. Everything was shut down. Um, and then now that there are no actors at all, it's just good. It's because it's been super slow where I'm at right now. Like there's nothing going on really. The only thing that they're doing is just uh, they're working on the productions that they've already been working on. But after that, nothing like there's no word for anything uh obviously only the stuff that's already been shot but um yeah so it's 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 really slow um and it's it's not looking good for anybody right now if if you really want to get in the industry in the hollywood industry in the film industry right now right now it's not the time so good luck to me right so (laughs) yeah but i hope i hope you survive shit I'm probably going to be the first one out. Fuck. Um, it's not like they're paying you to begin with. Yeah, I'm doing this shit for... Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just learning. Yeah, so. But yeah, expect this to go on. I predict earliest October. For a deal? That's, for a deal. That's pretty fucking hopeful right there. Latest, like sometime next year. I don't fucking know. Mid-year? Cause I know there's gonna be a point where they're just gonna get desperate, and they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to agree or accommodate with the requirements that the um, the people on strike are asking for. Well, here's the thing. I hope it's the companies who get desperate and mm-hmm. go go back, go back to it, them, it as opposed be. to yeah. It once being... once money stops coming in from movies and anything like that, once all their fucking movies bomb, yeah, but yeah, but still the. They're still getting something, but once like zero dollars are coming in daily, then they're gonna see the effects, and that's where like the executives are gonna tell the CEOs like, "Dude, I mean, I feel like give you, them something." You think that like 
Disney would probably be the first one. Or you, you, I feel like you think that Disney would be like, no, hey, let's let's try to strike a good deal with them. Because back to what we were talking earlier at the podcast, like a lot of their movies are like ass bombing. Yeah. So you would think like, oh, hey, you know what? All these movies are bombing. Maybe we pay for, maybe we pay our screenwriters like really good or hire really good screenwriters. It's gonna be better. Maybe I mean, it'll be better. I'm pretty sure too. There's points where like these screenwriters are like, all right, well, I'm gonna make like a half-ass script for this fucking studio. I don't even give a shit anymore. Maybe that's why we've been getting some really crap films this year. Yeah. But then, well, would you say that that's just because the the screenwriters are like lazy and they just like you know? Well, there are a lot of lazy screenwriters. Or is it because they're like, oh, hey, I'm I feel like I'm not being paid enough, so I'm I'm gonna get it. It's probably a mixture of both. Okay. You know, like if you're you're working at a job and um, they're asking for so much, but they're not paying you enough, obviously you're not gonna give them your best work, are you? Right. No, you're gonna give them some half-ass fucking work. You're gonna be like, yeah, fuck it, just take this shit. But yeah, it's uh, it is wild right now in Hollywood, and the last time we had a strike for the writers was like in 2005 somewhere around there somewhere around there some shit like, having to do yeah. with DVDs because they were getting mad that they weren't getting some of the profits for that and there but, we go same circle again but yeah now we're over here with streaming services um, streaming services you love them but they've definitely impacted the industry more negatively uh, right now than positively well I mean we saw it with uh Scarlett Johansson. Oh, uh, uh, with uh, with, with uh, Black, Black Widow. Widow. Black Widow. Yeah, that's 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 probably that lawsuit is still pending, right? I don't know, but but yeah, that's probably another one of the reasons why too, because there's a lot of movies that are doing still the the dual. Oh, we're gonna release this in theaters, and we're also gonna release it on streaming, which probably pisses off a lot of the actors because they're not, you know, obviously the movie is gonna be as successful. Uh, as if you were to just put it in theaters, um, for example, who's that? Okay, so there's a lot of Peacock. Peacock does this so yeah. fucking much, and I hate it. I'm surprised they do. Peacock does this so much where they do that dual release for their fucking yeah, movies, and it's just it's really annoying. Um, I don't know how they can afford to be doing that too. <sighs> Who knows? But yeah, uh, I predict. A lot of movies bombing this year. I don't think we're gonna get another billion dollar hit. Mm-mm, maybe, maybe just Mission Impossible. And, um, and that's it. Because what other movies are coming out? Yeah, I think just maybe Mission Impossible. Barbie and Oppenheimer. I oh, don't see that. Mission Impossible. And I don't think Barbie's gonna hit a billion. Oppenheimer, um, I can. I don't think see Oppenheimer's it. gonna hit a billion. Not no. a billion, but close to it. I doubt it. Um, I, I unironically see Barbie getting close to a billion. Well, yeah, well, I think it will get it, close. I think it's going it, to yeah. reach about 800, somewhere around there. Um, but after that, God knows. Oh, sorry. How can I forget? Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, shit. Oh, shit dude. A billion dollar movie, right? Gazillion Fucking dollars. Fucking trillion dollar movie, dude. First Five Nights know. at Freddy's is going to end the strike as we know it, dude. Everybody's going to see the movie. Be like, Bob, Bob Iger's going to see the movie. And he, a, a tear is going <laughs> to oh, come like, down his like face. Like, I get it. I get it now. <laughs> then when he gets home from the theater, 
which is like basically his living room because he's <laughs> fucking rich. He's just gonna stare at the window. Yeah, he's gonna stare at the fucking window. Wow, I, oh, I need to think about this for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, the fucking Frank Sinatra song is playing. <laughs> I swear to God, if they don't put that song at the end credits of the fucking movie, they got to. They got they to, dude. Do, dude. But. The movie that, that saves the industry. The movie that saves Hollywood, Five Nights at Freddy's, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling Five you, Nights it's going to end in October. It's going to end in October when well, Five Nights at Freddy's releases. Just, I, just I kind of hope it does good. Just because I feel like. Just for the story development, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I want. I mean, it's a three, a three picture deal. Oh, shit. FNAF at Nights at Freddy's. One, dude. two, and three. Holy and then the fifth one, Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, my Holy God. Holy shit, dude. That's what they're saving it for. Oh, they, <laughs> they skipped four. They just yeah, they just skipped from one to five. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're skipping two, three, four. We're going straight to five. Straight to five, dude. And then just don't even like do a recap. Just like completely go to a whole new lore, and people are going to be like, what the fuck? Hell yeah, dude. But what are you guys' predictions? What do you guys think this is going to end? What do you think the future looks like for Hollywood and these next up- upcoming months? Maybe even years. Hopefully not. Yeah. Um, I definitely feel like the movies are going to be de- delayed within the next three years, for sure. Yeah. Oh, dude. We're going we're yeah. gonna to see another drastic change and shift in um, dates, just like COVID. Yep. It's going to be gonna exactly be, It's going to be another thing. one of those. I, like I said earlier, at the beginning... I don't really watch much TV, and I really don't watch that many movies, especially at the movie theater. Heck, even on streaming, I don't watch, like, much of anything. I'm more, like, just, like, on YouTube or on music. But, like, so I kind of hope that, like, it hurts, like, the companies and, like, their wallets. And I hope that, like, I hope that it hurts them long enough for them to, like, be like, all right, like, it will eat our words We'll make a deal with you guys. We'll give you guys what you want. So I'm I'm obviously gonna have to side up the strike. Like I hope the writers and the actors get their fair share, and I hope they get like exactly what they're asking for and more. Um, so I guess I mean like this drought of movies that we'll probably have won't affect me as much. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. Hey, and I made a post about this too. This is the perfect time to catch up on everything that you've been wanting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. This is absolutely... And I was thinking about that uh, a couple of weeks back, too. I'm like, man, I wish I could just stop every production in Hollywood and just so I could Holy catch shit, up on dude, everything. And it happened, dude. It there's fucking happened. Sorry, the strike solved himself, dude. Once he's all caught up, he's like, all right, everyone go back. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go back to work, please. <laughs> fucking uh, manifested that shit. Um, I would say it's like, it's not... Like, they deserve their fair deal. Like, they put so much work. Uh, to those who did do the work, they did their share. They they were probably, I don't know what their contracts might have been, but they were probably promised some, something that might have been a breach. Um, but I would say it's like, it's not just them. Like, like these past few years, like, other people have been going on strike. Um, UPS is also another company that's come, going to go on strike for better wages and like better working conditions because apparently their trucks don't have ac and there's been people like just knocking out but i'm just talking about this in a general like work work workspace because i I made that face because we don't have any of that shit and we're not complaining about that ups get your ass back to work man. well they're they're union that's why i don't know if you guys are union oh yeah well (laughs) um but i mean like last year the the train industry like a lot of conductors train drivers like all these people were going to strike 
and that's kind of where the economy kind of almost took a halt. Um, and it's also just like everything's changing in economically wise. And I'm seeing this in a business perspective where I see like inflation is just going to continue to rise, dude. Like people are talking about 2020 money and they're like, oh, yeah, and now this is how much is worth. So now your your dollar is worth a lot less three years after um, and your wages are no longer providing for you or your family. Because a lot of these writers, you know, they already they have their lives built in California. Uh, it's not like they can go go live in a cheaper state and be like, all right, I'm making the easy, easy money here. Uh, no, they gotta they gotta stay in California, um, and continue to ride and continue to see another show, movie picks them up. He's like, vente a trabajar, um, and I would just say is like, um, that you to the workers. I would say like writers and actors. I would say just continue your fight and support each other. And for the viewer, like if you actually care. I would say support them in any way, shape you can. And for the CEOs, it's like, dude, just sh- shut up. Porque, like, like how in Spanish they say, te duele el codo. Like, dude, shut up. Te duele el codo. Dales, like, just give them what they need mm-hmm. to survive off it. Not just to survive it, but, like, live a comfortable life. Like, what are you going to do when they're not, when they're barely making ends meet and they got to take a second job and they can't go right for you anymore? Then they got to leave that. I don't know. It's It's just my opinion. I wish... You know, it was easy like that, but this is something I would see probably, yeah, October. Maybe I could see it by hopefully sooner than later. Because if they're going to wait for them to run out of money where they get desperate, where they take shitty deals, I hope that's not the point. But I hope it's to a point where, like, it's sooner than later, which would be way better. Because I don't want to be seen on the news like these guys are homeless somewhere. And California already has a really bad homeless problem, too. But... Like I said, give them what they deserve and more. Or they could just go the route where they're like, hey, uh, upcoming writers straight out of college, we're hiring. And uh, they, they get like shitty fucking writers to write Avengers 7. What are they called? Phil- Phil- Philip Busters or whatever? I don't know. I mean, shit. I mean, if they do that, I mean, it'll, it'll prolong it, sure. And it'll help Yeah, but at that term. point... At that point, uh, the CEO is going to be like, all right, writers, we don't fucking need you guys no more. We have the new and improved and hip mm-hmm. generation writing these shitty fucking <laughs> movies for us. No, I know. But that's the thing. Like, that will help them, like, short term until, like, their movies keep bombing. Because <laughs> it's like, fuck, dude, that that would easily be a whole seven-year, eight-year effect, dude. Jesus. Honestly, dude. Just imagine the next Avengers movie. And they bring back Thanos for no reason. All Amazing. right, guys. Uh, I think this is where we're going to end this off. Uh, let us know what you think of the situation going on. And let us know what you thought of the new podcast. Um, if you think we should improve on something or if you have any music suggestions, please let me know at the comments below. If you're watching this on YouTube, if you're watching this on Spotify or uh, what Apple Apple Podcasts uh, or Google Podcasts because we're also there. Um, yeah, just uh, give us some feedback. And we'll see you guys in the next one. Uh, I'll end this off with this song. I don't know what song I'm going to play, but... Um, it's going to be a banger. It's going to be a big a big one. It's going to be a nice, royalty-free and, banger. And congratulations, Mexico. Gold Cup. All right. There we go. Sure. All right, guys. Have a good one. And Take it easy. Um, catch up on your movies.
stage running like it's a ball game Hand tracks be tracking me to different doorways In a mage, and I don't know what to do Guaranteed though, I'ma find the ammo rules Don't call me knuckles for nothing, I can't lose Sure be fighting with them foes all the time But I gotta do it, they always stay out of line Sometimes I wanna just chill and land But I'm the protector of the ammo rules and gems Stay knuckled up in a deep cut I'm seeing skulls that burn, they tryna throw me off Avoiding my luck, I'm feeling kinda stuck Don't call me knuckles, give me a box Give me the box.